FICA, man. It sounds like that, too. This, this is, is not a FICA. A FICUS? What's plural? <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys ever see the Jane Smith and Will Smith movie, uh, After Earth? Yeah, everything looked no. like these guys. <laughs> because I didn't. I didn't What'd see, you think about I didn't the movie? see After Earth. <laughs> oh, it was so long ago I saw it. It was, like, the first time I've seen Will Smith try and be, like, I don't know, like, really emotionally serious and like a fake like I've seen like have you seen the season finale of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air bro? <laughs> well I mean I've seen like um The Pursuit of Happiness and that's like a really Ooh. heavy movie yeah. but then it was like alright we're gonna go for the same feel as that but then they had like fake world aftertaste and it just like the two didn't mesh together and no. you get it no. so I don't know did you guys see Suicide Squad? not yet have you? Yeah. What'd you think? Damaged. No. Yeah, I feel damaged. I feel damaged. Damaged. <laughs> <laughs> There's. I'm not kidding though. I um uh, about uh, like a couple years ago, I started getting on a trend where I'd go see movies by myself. Really great experience. Yeah. Have you guys gone to see movies by yourself? You don't get it until you do it, and it's awesome. But um, I went. I would go see like every movie just because I could. Yeah. And I went and saw Suicide Squad. Checking it off the list, you know, and I'm sitting there and like three quarters of the way through the movie, I'm like, I don't know why I spent money on this. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I have not gone to a movie by myself since. Well, like it Suicide came out. Squad didn't come out that long ago. Like two months ago, which is pretty. Yeah. I would go see like three movies a month and that like oh, stopped okay. it. That okay, stopped see, like, it. The last movie that I went and saw in theaters was Star Wars. And then the one that oh. I saw before that in theaters was the Grand Buda Budapest Hotel. The Grand Budapest. The Grand Budapest. <laughs> the Grand Budapest. So that's like, like for me going to movies, it's like a serious step. So you're like, you know, it's been like two months. I'm like, sounds normal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was just like, just like scarred you? Yeah. That was it. I don't, I don't know. I just got, I snapped out of it. I just wasn't, I wasn't interested in going to the movies. The, the last movie I saw was, um, was yesterday. <laughs> I saw... The new Japanese Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah! Shin Godzilla? Yeah. Godzilla. Dude, I had never... It looks so Gojira. cool. Gojira. <laughs> yeah. um, I had never seen a Japanese Godzilla movie before. The originals are so cool. And my, my buddy, my buddy Ryan, calling you out, Ryan. Oh, I'll send this to you. Two first names. <laughs> we'll see if you listen to it. Two first names. Ryan Scott, yeah. Two first names. <laughs> but, um... He's a huge Godzilla fan, so I told him, hey, when this Japanese one comes out, I want to go see it in theaters. Never seen one before. Um, and then, morning of, he texts me and cancels. Ugh. That's not going to stop me, though. I grabbed my brother and went and saw it. And I, it was awesome. It was really cool. Was it easy to... No Brian Cranston in this one. Brian Cranston doesn't <laughs> die in the first 30 minutes. <laughs> Which is the worst part of that movie. Yeah, Brian if they Cranston didn't kill died. him off, it would have saved yeah, the whole movie. movie. I just want oh, yeah. more Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. The entire world can't decide if there's three giant monsters on the planet, but this one guy just can't get away from them yeah. the entire time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> then when there turns out to be a second Mothra that just like... Yeah. Exactly. Like, Whoa, plot twist. <laughs> So what do you, what, describe the solo movie experience. Do you have, well, like, let me say first, let me say first. Rituals before you get into the movies? Welcome to the Whenever Lee Show. Oh, yeah. Episode two without Caleb Anthony, because. Are we, are we saying last names? Oh. 
We already called <laughs> <laughs> in postscript. We already called out Ryan Scott. And that's true. Like four times because we said that like four times. That's true. I guess hey, what's up? I'm CJ Fan. I like my personal brand. Also, this is episode one because I would say the first episode is episode zero. Uh, I actually, so I actually, well, no, the pilot still gets counted. I named it zero point one, and what okay. I'm thinking is we do five of them. They're all points because they're all you're piloting the <laughs> so first this, season, so right? This would be one point two. Zero point two. Well, yeah, okay. The first I'll take one that. Would just be one point zero. That's Jesse. The first one would be episode one, episode two, episode three, episode Don't four. Man, I understand it. First name base is here, dude. You got <laughs> my name's Carson. <laughs> Her name's on IMDb. Uh, that's that's G. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was this was this our uh, our punch again for the uh, uh, no no I just Avengers Grim yeah. Avengers <laughs> Avengers Grim find it on Netflix movie. watch Confused that Soldier watch it today just just fast forward like a hundred no a hundred one hour and twenty minutes in and you'll see a great acting sequence yeah. serious yeah <laughs> okay. the solo movie experience tell me more is indescribable. Seriously, until you do it. Like, but this is make what... it indescribable, describable. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's how it goes. I, I figured out the cheapest times to go see movies. Like, you can go, you can go see a movie Tuesday. Do you have to say Tuesday morning, right? <laughs> no. All day Tuesday, over at this theater on Powers, it's 575. I think it's everywhere in town. It's a Tuesday. lot of places have started it's doing Tuesday, that. Tuesday, yeah. Um, and I so know, I'm I know a, Carefree is... Sorry for people who don't live in Carl Springs, but <laughs> Carefree is five dollars on Tuesdays as well. Because yeah. we went and saw, um, I went and saw Star Wars with my whole family after I had seen it the evening premiere, and it was just like a Tuesday randomly right. when I was like, "Hey, we should go do this" because they were here for Christmas. Yeah, and it was like, "Oh, it's super cheap. You're welcome, guys." <laughs> yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big movie watcher, and I would. I would always be missing out on movies I wanted to see because other people might not want to see them. Yeah. So a couple years ago, I started going, and the two movies I remember that I first went to see by myself was Big Eyes, which was really good. Oh, yeah. About an the artist. Painting, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I saw The Imitation Game. Okay. What did you think of that one? Amazing. Yeah, you liked it? I loved it. And so after that, I, like, I just set out. I was like, okay, I'm, I'll go see all the Oscar movies this year. At super cheap price, and then you know, I will have seen them all, and that was it. But the greatest feeling is like you get off work on Tuesday, you drive over to the theater, you get a coke and some popcorn, and you just sit in this cold, dark theater <laughs> alone. <laughs> alone. <laughs> but it's a great feeling, and you can't knock it until you try it. Or you could just come to game night and hang out with people. Oh, there's no time for that. <laughs> Apparently there is. The <laughs> to be fair, Jesse. I haven't gone to a movie on Tuesday night in a long, Here's the long time. Jesse. The reason I <laughs> didn't go to game night. Or game night. <laughs> the reason I didn't go to game night all summer was because I was seeing movies on Tuesday night. With I knew it. <laughs> no, we only saw like three or four. But, but we saw like a lot of more. Them. That was more movies than I. I haven't seen. We I saw a lot on Thursday. I haven't seen a movie since we went and saw Kubo. Kubo and the Two Strings, which is also a fantastic movie. <laughs> also a great movie. Cool version of when my guitar gently weeps. But also by the Beatles. All it's like a big, like, symphonic version. Who's it by? The Beatles. <laughs> you ever heard of the Beatles? You haven't heard of While My Guitar Gently Weeps. It's a Harrison song. Some, someone this morning in the band <laughs> oh, yeah. thought Harrison Ford was in the Beatles. <laughs> and this is a musician. He was like, I don't remember which Beatle it was, and I was like, Harrison. He Actually, like, I'll probably Harrison send this. Ford! <laughs> He's just, he, he misplaced his words. Uh, Harrison Ford is my favorite Beatle, for sure. Yeah, if anyway. Harrison Ford was a Beatle, he'd be my favorite. <laughs> Shout out to the Beatles. Check them out on iTunes. 
They're pretty all right. I don't know if you've heard of them. <laughs> That's some hot music takes for our audience. Hot take. That's a hot take. Somebody really needs to take their music and like try and like remix into an EDM. Yeah, or that's something. a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you I'm definitely sure plenty won't. of people have done that. <laughs> you, know, you definitely won't get hammered by copyright laws by Apple Corporated. Oh, copyright. Schmoppy right. Is that who owns it? Yeah, Apple. Apple? Apple Corporate. Corporation. Which is oh. different than Apple yeah, that not, makes your phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's why they weren't on green iTunes apple. for a long time. Oh, it's green apple. That's why they weren't on iTunes for a long time. At least that's yeah. my understanding of it. I don't know if it's actually true. I don't think they're on streaming still. No, they are. That's fine. Are they? Yeah. That's cool. Proud of them. Good one, John. Oh, John's dead. Um, Paul. Sure. Yeah. Paul's alive. Yes. He's still like writing music no, and stuff. Yeah. He wrote. Cool. He like wrote part. He like wrote the trailer. He like co-wrote the trailer song for Destiny. Which is super weird. Yeah. I don't know the whole story behind that, but like, Sir Paul McCartney wrote part of the music for Destiny, uh, the video game. Praise him. <laughs> like, I don't know if that song's good or not, but he definitely. But he touched did, it. Yes, he, he put he his hand. It. Up. <laughs> He's like, it has been <laughs> I mean, he's I was been also knighted. told this morning that John Williams. Okay. Well. Isn't writing music except for... Well, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's was, true like, either. convinced that I was wrong. And so I was like, no. I don't know if that's true. That's Maybe we should look that up. That's what I think. I feel like I heard that <laughs> from my brother. I, I think he's probably not making music anymore. But if Star Wars comes to you and says, hey, we're making a new trilogy. Hey, you're, you're like, <laughs> hey, yeah, do you okay. Wanna, Anything you want, yes. Do you want to recreate your greatest music? Yeah. I wonder what John Williams thinks his greatest piece of music is. What is John Williams' best piece of music? Is it like the Imperial Death March? It's you probably. thought that is the best. You think that's going to be the biggest piece of yeah. What say it? It's the biggest. Well, I'll say. I'll say this. I'll say this. I think I probably maybe was um, over exaggerating hyperbole a little bit. Okay. I think that's probably the greatest piece of classical music to come out of the twenty first century, the twentieth century. Excuse 20. me. Twentieth century. It's Imperial Death March. Yeah. And it will be remembered as such. And John Williams will be considered. Just say it, CJ. John Williams will be considered the greatest composer of our time. Okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Yeah. I think. I think he is. I don't. I, think I mean, really I don't listen close. to a lot of composers. I don't really. But at either. least cultural impact. But it's like right? in terms of cultural impact, it's like John Williams and then maybe Hans Zimmer. But Hans Zimmer doesn't Ooh. have that impact. No. His music is good, but he writes the same stuff for every movie. No, Interstellar's soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, he wrote it, it on like a church organ. Have you seen the video? Oh, it's I've amazing. I've seen the video. I just haven't watched the video. Mm. There's a difference, <laughs> right? Yeah. You scroll past the video. Sorry, there's a film major over here. Tell me more. Yeah. I know nothing about what you're talking about. <laughs> you have to admit, though, that John Williams is iconic. Honestly, until you said the uh, Star Wars Death March, I Well, what's a composer, was. then? Do you, are you familiar with composers? No, okay. not really. The only, if you had said Hans Zimmerman, okay. I would have caught that well, name. Zimmer. It's just Zimmer. Zimmer, Zimmer. Zimmer. all right. All so right, you, you don't know me. who John <laughs> Williams <laughs> is, and you don't know... You, <laughs> yeah, you got me. Got and me busted every time. Actually, correction, Duel of Fates is really good, too. Who? It's from... <laughs> I don't know that, but no, it's Justin Vernon in it. <laughs> it's, it was the one Is that thing. the new Panic at the Disco album? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the one, the one part of episode one that was really good. 
That comes out of episode one. Yeah. Oh, I just realized. That's Duel of Fates. And that piece of music is phenomenal. Yep. High school lacrosse. We take our lacrosse. And they do the little, that's when they do the crossfade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the. No, wipes. Not a crossfade. Right. The wipes. That was like one of the only movies in history that was able to do a successful wipe. Well, you never, you never know like where the wipes come from. Or what side of the screen it's coming from. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> right it, corner! At least it doesn't do like a pinwheel transition. Did, did, Force, Awakens ha- did Force Awakens have... Oh, yeah. Cross oh, I sure hope so. It's a Star Wars thing. You well, have to. Like, I was about to say, like, successfully is a debatable word. Like, I don't know if they did it success. It still looks cheesy in Star Wars. It's True, just like... but it's the only place that you, you like, accept it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is fine. Because it's part of the, it's part of it's part of what it is. Star Wars. Yeah. You get wipes, guys. <laughs> I don't, don't want to like change this discussion a bunch, but I want to talk about like people, and I'm not going to qualify this, but people who are like, I like Star Wars, so I'm a nerd. Because I don't think like nerddom is like it's a cool side, to be a nerd a subculture anymore. It's cool to be a nerd now, but. I want to be clear. Well, Star also... Wars is the most popular entertainment franchise <laughs> in the world. And it's no, like the least sci-fi sci-fi that's, series. That's, that's not even a debatable thing. Like, Star Wars is actually the most popular entertainment franchise in the world. Yeah. Like, there isn't anything that eclipse, eclipses Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you buy a Star Wars shirt... Do you think people would debate... I, I'm, I agree with you, but do you think there's someone out there that's going to be like, no, Harry Potter, man, they're all over it. No, because Star Wars has... Is like global, and Harry Potter is too. But I think Star Wars is more. Here's than what I'll say about Star Wars. That, yeah. Very interesting. I got to go to China last November, and we went into a. Every time, <laughs> when you go to China, <laughs> travel tip, <laughs> you always find like the markets where like it's all like secondhand stuff. Oh yeah. Like all like you'll yeah. find like a Harley Davidson. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Just like. Wait a second. Haven't you been to China? I've never been. Oh, to I was gonna say. I think I'll. I thought Jesse's brother. Okay. Just spends a lot of time in China. He's oh, in China cool. right yeah, now. And I've, yeah. I've been there before too. Oh, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, man. Okay. Bootlet, you go there. So we're so one of the guys I traveled with, he was looking for a Star Wars phone case because they sell a bunch of phone cases. Yeah. You know. Tons of stuff that will be popular with, with tourists and stuff. Yeah. And so we're walking around this like it's like four stories. Asking everyone, Star Wars? You know? <laughs> <laughs> were you making that motion? Yes. Of like, because we're trying to we're trying to tell them what Star Wars is. Maybe two people okay. knew what we were no talking way. about, which was well, fascinating to me. I figured it's not as big there, but the fact that that whole building had no idea what it was—that's amazing to me. Because like when I was there, um, Transformers Two came out while I was there. Okay, like, Apple Bay. So like everyone big was in like, China. yeah, exactly. And the, everyone was totally wowed by the first one, and they're like, oh, the second one would be just as good. I mean, it was. Left a little to be desired, uh, but uh, when I was there, like, and China is ahead on the time zone than us. It came out there, and that same day, some guy on the street offered me a DVD copy of Transformers Two. It had not even hit theaters in the U.S. Oh yeah, and he's like Transformers. <laughs> like, yeah, just that's amazing that that they were on board with that, but. They didn't know, but or they were on board with the Transformers, but not Star Wars. Yeah. So, 
Uh, oh, did you get that there? One of the trips. Yes, I, I got a full. <laughs> one of the trips I went to China on. I just went over to my shelf and got this for the viewers at home that can see this. <laughs> the listeners but, at home. Uh, it's season five of The Office. Seven DVD set. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I get confirmation from in the yeah. room? So I figured like, I can't, I, if you were to tell me that was real, I would believe you. I don't, if it's not real, I'm about to have my mind blown. I was like 13 years old, so I'm like, oh, it's already come out over here. Like, we're going to get it. So Wait, my so dad the buys season it hasn't me. premiered? Like, no, the whole season has okay. Has happened on the, the box TV. set just hasn't come the out. The box set, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm 13, so yeah. I'm not. But um, looks good. Yeah. Then you open it, it has this great foil. <laughs> the, like, tape oh, and is this is falling over. <laughs> the inside of the box so this is, is falling supposed to be taped out. right there. And then this is it. Yeah, I have those exact same ones. This no. same, this the same. Office? No, I have. When I was there, I bought season one through four yeah. on DVD, okay. and it's in this same <laughs> pink cheesy um, like CD holder. It's yeah. this exact same stuff, dude. Yeah, so it's a, it's a really crappy like pink CD holder, and it's all like covered in this very Asian like gold foil the cases, <laughs> um, and it's all like recorded. Like, it has, like, the NBC logo, but, like, mirrored on the screen. Oh, yeah. Which means they literally just recorded it off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> and then put it on the DVDs, but... Well, my, my Transformers um, DVD, you could tell somebody was in the movie theater with, like... Wait, uh, you bought it from him? I bought... Yeah, I did oh, buy you it from finish him. your story, then. Yeah, I bought it from him. I bought nice. it from the dude. Why not? <laughs> I tried watching it. And I can only watch it on my computer. I couldn't watch it on like anything. <laughs> and I have a virus now <laughs> on my computer. But it was some guy in the movie theater, like recording it on his cell phone, just like holding still the whole time. And <laughs> you could like hear people eating popcorn next to him and stuff. And like a joke would happen on screen and everyone would like laugh to it. The whole Transformers movie had like its own laugh track. <laughs> Did it have like Chinese subtitles? Yeah. Okay, on the screen. I love it. <laughs> I love it. No, it was cool because then my brother and I actually ended up watching uh, watching it in China in a movie theater. And it was funny because like it was the only time of the trip where I was like, oh, I feel like I'm at home. This is great because I could – it was all in English with Chinese subtitles. So yeah. like I would laugh like a half second before everybody else would laugh. <laughs> Dominance. <laughs> <laughs> no, but awesome. Star Wars is just super culturally like – vague and there's nothing in it that is necessarily like offensive to yeah. specific cultures so and, and like sure. for harry potter like a chinese culture they like well i'm a christian don't show so i don't believe in wizards <laughs> okay. i heard that if you're a virgin for 30 years of your life you become a wizard it's going around on like email threads and stuff like that you gotta like <laughs> set it to 40 people <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare forget to forward it. <laughs> you are a wizard, Jesse. <laughs> not, you just turn into Snape. <laughs> oh. Is that what Snape sounds like? Yeah. You guys like Harry Potter? I mean, I thought the movies were entertaining, but I, I never yeah. read any of the books or anything. I never really got into, like, the fandom about it. It was the interesting movies, and I was amazed that they could keep it going for as many movies as I did. I thought it was a poor choice, like, taking, what was it, the last... Was it just the last movie that they split into two? Yeah. I thought that, I think that's always a weak choice, but... I think that's the only time it's worked, actually, is when they did that. What? It didn't work for The Hobbit? (laughs) (laughs) Zing! (laughs) Got (laughs) him! 
Or Twilight. Yeah, they did that with Twilight. Just so. kidding. I saw the first Twilight. <laughs> I only saw the first Twilight. You watched all of them. Okay. No, I... Cause I Team Edward. I watched the... <laughs> I watched the, the Harry Potter movies, and it was just like... That whole first one just seemed really kind of empty and flat. And then they're like, don't worry. The next one's going to be awesome. And it's just like, when you're taking, you know, like your... Um, what's it called? Like plot curve kind of thing. Like you've got your rising action, falling action, everything. Or your rising climax and falling. Like the whole first one just seemed like it was all rising. And then nothing to really just like cap out on. No wow moment. And then like the next movie was all just like climax, 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 climax. Like one well, after another. Yeah. And then like, oh, and like we know that was all crazy. But we're just going to try and like messily th- throw a bow on it. Yeah. And the last like. 30 seconds of the film. I never read the books, but what I really love about that series is, because you, you get the sense when you're watching the movies that each one gets a little darker, a little more intense, it gets bigger. Every movie does that. Like, if you compare the first movie to the last one, where they're, like, traveling the world, yeah. and the first one they're, like, like sneaking around corners in the school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I love that if you, if you started out reading at the right age, the book, the series matured with you. Yeah. Which I really respect and think is cool. Like, I wish I would have been reading them and been a part of that. Yeah, and I I think that was cool watching, like, all of the Harry Potter movies. Like, if you just look at the covers of them, like, he was, what, like, roughly our age in, like, the first one? Yeah. And you can, like, you can see him progressing and growing and all the characters. I thought that was cool that they had, like, all of the same characters committed for... Well, there was like what eight movies? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, and the movies are some. good. They like, changed there's... some of them, but um, some of the characters, some of the actors changed. Yeah. But it's not like the the three core actors or like the five core characters. Yeah. Dumbledore stayed the same. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that's an obvious one. Stuff like that. So. Yeah. No, but I think he that's was an dead interesting. The whole time. I think it's an interesting what? point because <laughs> when you split a piece of work into two, that wasn't necessarily meant to be split into two. Um, like, you get that issue with the natural, or not the natural, but, like, the accepted and, like... Intended? Hum- like, it's almost human, because we want that rising action mm-hmm. into that climax. And, like, that was something that people noticed with um, the book series, A Song of Ice and Fire, which is Game of Thrones. Because um, book four, which is A Feast for Crows, is, like, super boring. Okay. Because it comes after the third book, which is where all everything happens. Which is a, um, a Storm of Swords. And so, like, in A Storm of Swords, there's all this insane stuff that happens. And then, um, like, A Feast for Crows is literally just all set up. And, like, George R. R. Martin's writing style is, like, super boring. And he repeats himself all the time. And it's, like, just all set up. And it's, like, horrendous. Which I would like to say is one of my big, like confusions and love with anime how you can have an entire like four episodes where goku's just building up to super saiyan before yeah. so like they're like ah plot curve who needs it like we'll just have like four episodes just climax well that's climax, just, climax, I, just that's a cultural <gasps> thing yeah like that amazes me that like and people love it people still love it i mean there is a lot of payoff at the end of that mm-hmm arguably but most of the time if you build it up that much it's not gonna be that great yeah <laughs> because in book five of A Song of Ice and Fire is fantastic because of all that build up from book what four. What book are we waiting on right now? 
It would be book six. And that's and been that's been like series. that's been like twenty years. Yes. <laughs> so I started reading. I, every time I see an article that's like, yeah. George Martin chooses to write new show for HBO. George Martin <laughs> writes new children's book series, yes. and I'm like, I am so glad I'm not a Game of Thrones fan because I would be so pissed off right now. So <laughs> he was just like well, that's the same thing. The insane thing. A book one was like released in the early 90s. Like a Game of Thrones the book. The 1900s. Yes. The 19- wasn't even in this millennial. No. Millennium. No, but and, yeah, and he's been that slow the whole time. I started reading the books like 3 years ago and like well what happened? Did he I mean I haven't No, read I mean the he just like ran happened. himself into a corner and like F what do I do? There's so much incest. Everyone's dead. (laughs) How do I dig myself out? Well, that's the thing about... That's like... I would say that's probably the biggest literary critique is that. is like, here's just a new character. And those books are all from point of views. And so you change point of view. Because the point of view character is not, like, set in stone. Because he kills them. And so it's just like, here's a new character that you have to kind of learn the backstory of. And that's... 350 pages of this book. Wait, here, here's something that I do. So I'm, for listeners, I'm <laughs> a really bad reader. I've been do you Are you like me where you read 10 pages and don't know what you read? Yeah, so like, <laughs> when I was like really young, my parents were like, wow, he's really bad at school. <laughs> the teacher was like, this kid's really bad at school. <laughs> Took some tests, like, Dyslexic, ADD, so, like, reading is something that I do not do well. I usually do the audio You were books. not hooked on phonics. I was not hooked on you phonics. You were yeah. phonics. <laughs> but, like, whenever I'm reading through a book and there's, like, lots of characters or something, I'll definitely look at a name and I'll memorize, like, the shape of that name. Still have no idea, like, who that person is, wow. what the, the name is, how to pronounce it. Yeah. But whenever I hit that name reading later on in the paragraph, it's like, oh, it's that person. Never Don't read that's George interesting. R. work. Okay. That's what I it's hear. Ridiculous! It's just too many characters. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. There's just well, there's too many characters, and the names are absurd. Okay. In terms of like length and yeah. remembering the which issue of Akinfad. Because he'll bring up characters that were like from three books ago, and you're just like, <laughs> like, like pick it up like you just read it yesterday. <laughs> uh, and I like had the advantage of list, like I listened to them on tape and like listening to them all in one go, so I was able to keep a lot of those through lines. But like. If I were to pick up, like, book six tomorrow, I'd be like, all right, back in it. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Like, my biggest reading accomplishment was the, um, you guys remember the, like, the Aragon yeah. series? With Did the you read all those? The, yeah, I read all of those. You see the movie? Yeah, I was terrible. <laughs> I, I was like, Whoa. I got a bunch of friends together. I was like, guys, this is going to be awesome. And I was like, never listen to me again. That was, like, that was before the death of, like, the B-tier movie. And that was, like, a, so, like... This is happening in video games right now, where there's like triple A games. Yeah. So like you either put three hundred million or thirty million dollars into the movie, mm-hmm. or it's an indie movie. Nothing in between really works unless, except with movies, it's probably like horror movies can kind of exist no. in that space. But like you have to spend a lot of money on a movie, or you have to spend no money on the movie and just put it out. No, uh, when I was in LA, they called it um, was it tent polling. Yeah. So you've got like, uh, you've got your movie that like you know that's supposed to be like your big money maker of the year. Yeah. And then you have other movies that you budget less for, um, knowing 
that they're not going to make nearly as much. Yeah, but Aragon was set up to be a mass market success, but I don't think they threw it was going to be a that series. much money behind oh. it. And it's kind of like what happened to the Chronicles of Narnia movies. Like oh, there yeah. wasn't that, well, that so much yeah, money. See, they rebooting that. There, there wasn't that Are much money really? thrown Someone at that. Someone else bought it. They're rebooting it, starting from scratch, but they're starting on the silver chair. Wait, who owned it before? Was it Walden Media? <laughs> I thought it was Liongate. Lionsgate. Is it both? It might be. It or might maybe be, Liongate yeah. just produced it. They might not yeah. have any ownership. But someone someone else bought the rights and they so like Lionsgate. Scratch, start from scratch. But they're starting with the silver chair, which Marvel presents yeah. the Chronicles. If of I remember Mario. correctly, <laughs> isn't that here's Robert Downey Jr. Captain America? Isn't that like the last <laughs> book? Land? No. Oh, what? Is that silver the last chair book? has Caspian in it, so it's not. Okay. I yeah. do, Okay. I thought silver. I have not read the Chronicles of Narnia yeah, books in either. so long, yeah. but all I remember from the silver chair is like the weird lady who turns into a snake. Yeah. And then Caspian. Yeah, it's but, about Caspian. But do you remember the really, really, really old VHS versions of that? And they had like the depressing swamp man, like. Wigwam I've seen or this. something. <laughs> what was the BBC, it was the BBC series, right? Yeah. 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 I think I watched the Prince Caspian one, and the Snake Lady terrified me. Yep. And that's I why I that remember the eight, Snake Lady. Eight-year-old kid seeing just like some lady, and it was like so bad. Like looking back at it, it was definitely like some lady just like steps into the shadow, and then they like introduce like a really big like false like snake thing made out of like Neko Posh and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> but, like it was terrifying. It like, old me was not down with it. Same with Brave Little Toaster. I was that Oh movie, terrifying. That movie scared five year old Jesse. They're also bad. they're also rebooting that with modern technology. Same guy same team though. <laughs> Are they gonna do like, the like, like Avatar style? <laughs> 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 Points of contact just to like put someone's face on a toaster. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, so you've been listening to us talk about movies for 30 minutes. Yeah. One feedback that we got from two people. Hi, Hannah. <laughs> Hi, Will. Um, is that it's too long. And that's feedback we gave ourselves last time, so we're going to end it right now. Hey, uh, Wait, see you. That's oh. something we should, we should continue, though. Anybody that gives us feedback, they get shout-outs on the show. Yeah, <laughs> give us feedback, and we'll shout you out we'll to yourself. You <laughs> 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 It'll be awesome. Totally worth it. See you guys later. See ya.